Grab your lost shaker of Himalayan salt. One more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. So I mentioned Himalayan salt on the Armstrong and Getty show, or pink salt, as some people call it, and uh, I just became aware of it recently. I mentioned it to my wife. She rolled her eyes. She said, everybody on Facebook's going on and on about, oh, you got to use a little pink salt. Part of the Kato diet, I guess. Kato? Kato? Which one is the one that lives out behind OJ? <laughs> that's Kato. So that's okay. Kato. Yeah, that's Kato. I believe yeah, they pronounce it. Okay. I don't know. As don't, in uh, ketosis, as in the Atkins diet, as in low carb. Gotcha. Um, so uh, apparently the Himalayan salt's got something to do with that. So we're trying to figure out if it's got anything. So somebody who claims to be in the nutrition world, doctor world. So Himalayan salt has trace minerals that you probably get in other food anyway. It has no biological value anyway. It plays no role in hypertension or boners anyway. <laughs> and I was just thinking how... <clears throat> It's amazing. How do you explain this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Put an American flag on that thing. Wow. I'll salute it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I do this as much as anyone. We all want certain things to be true so much, we're willing to overlook our common sense and at least go with it a little bit. I want there to be a new salt they discovered that's going to help you lose weight and lower your blood pressure or whatever. Yeah. I want there to be a new diet that's, oh, nobody ever thought of this before. You do this, it's easy. And you lose weight and it stays off. They finally figured it out. And uh, it, it's just, it's it's interesting about the way our minds work. If you really want something to be true, it's like if you're dating somebody, it's hot or rich or whatever, you know, got you into the relationship. You know, you want things to work out so much, you overlook some things that otherwise you absolutely would say no freaking way. Um no, just the way, just the way it works. Reminds me of your occasional argument in favor of placebos, though. If the placebo makes it hurt less, what the hell's the difference? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It, uh, uh, diets, and I know this because I've gone through several of them successfully. You know, as always, keeping the weight off long term is the the challenge. But if you, I mean, all diets work more or less. Well, they they have similarities. You eat less. You take in fewer calories. Right, which is always the case, which is a good start. And you limit what you're eating to stuff that isn't outrageous and ridiculous. You know, I, I grant you the whole low-carb thing works in a different way than, like, low-fat low, low uh, fat or uh, counting calories or, or what have you, because um, I've done that one, too. But, yeah. But whether you they, eliminate fat or, or, or carbs, you're not going to eat a donut. Well, right. Right. So that you're going to be better off not eating a donut. They restrict what you eat. They restrict the number of calories you have. And one of the, the great unpublicized effects of a lot of diets is you get sick of what you're eating. So you mm. lose enthusiasm for yeah. eating it. But you being convinced that this is, no, this is, they finally figured it out. You have that enthusiasm. True. And so it helps push you through True. the, you know, the moments where you, you don't want to do it. It's like Good the placebo point. thing. I know it because I've done it. Yeah. Um, and, and probably ought to do it again. But isn't it funny that a person can continue, even when you know this, I can continue to get all excited if you hear something. Oh, this is a, no, they got a new way of doing it. You get a little of this, a little of that. They call it the Egyptian diet. It's just because uh, the Egyptians, they right. were incredibly healthy. You ever seen a fat pharaoh? No. Um, yeah. And so you get excited. You're right. And that momentum carries you to lose weight and then gain it all back. Plus a couple pounds. If I Which had, is the way it almost always works. Like you could say always and you'd only be slightly wrong. Yeah, I'm fighting that. Fighting it. I don't want it to be true. It just is. Yeah, I know. Uh, so if I had a couple of uh, acres of land 
Depends what state. I'm going to answer my own question. I'm thinking of erecting an enormous pyramid for myself, speaking of the Egyptians. <laughs> yes. Because I want to be immortal. I want my name to live on. Yeah, that didn't work. They're not still alive. But, well, they find these people and no, they're, just, they're no, just dried no. skin and bones. But, they're, but they have lived on. That, that monument to them. Oh, gotcha. Object of fascination. You know about King Tut? The trite, right? So he lived on in that way. Yeah. I yeah, see what he, you mean. He had a lot of a lot of uh, like really high end garage sale crap in the grave with him. He's got a condo <laughs> made of stone up. Oh. You probably never even heard that song, have you, Sean? Oh no, I love it was that a song. Hit song, Steve Martin. Oh, that's great. Please. Um. So, uh, but it, it'd be impossible in California because you couldn't get permits for it. It's just going to be stone blocks. It's going to be. I'm going to study the construction techniques of the Egyptians. And make myself an enormous pyramid. You're going to hire some slaves because they did that. You're going to have to have thousands. Yes. I am going to. (laughs) Thousands of slaves. At the very least, thousands of Jews. This is how you're going to live on. Not as slaves. Oh, yeah, the guy who hired all the slaves. Right. (laughs) They'll always remember you for that. Right. (laughs) Yeah, you turn back the Uh clock to the 1800s. I remember him. You're going to be buried in there with your dog and uh, worldly possessions? Just a giant tomb. I've had some really nice times wandering through cemeteries. Oh, yeah. Delaney and I did after we went to uh, Lincoln's tomb and uh, the memorial there. There's a big, giant ceremony there in central Illinois, and we walked through it, and it you know, it makes you think about life, and you see you know, people who, who lived to a ripe old age, people who died very, very young, uh, people who died in war, um, and then you see like the guy with the giant tombstone or the big old mausoleum. And uh, you want to be wh- that guy? Well, what do you think when you see that guy? The There's guy's the guy got like, who had it all going for him. Must have been very prosperous. Yes, could, could afford a lot of granite. Yeah. I don't um, think much. Really, I don't. I don't really ever really. Don't you anything. think? Oh, look at that! The Jones family—they got a big old building over there. <laughs> I don't know for their mortal remains. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not you're not impressed. No, you don't care. I'm not. I'm not. You know what I'm gonna have? If I ever told you this, a pyramid. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> did mention that big yeah. pyramid. On my land. How about, if you go, permits. how about if you go super... Um, I'm more interested on like the individual saying on it, regardless of how like the size on the plaque. I, I like the, I the kind like of the your, final your words. Epitaph. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the uh, the Mel Blanc thing, the guy who voiced Porky Pig, he says, that's all, folks. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's perfect. Right. Yep. How, how about if you just got the like flat thing in the ground, in the ground, like a little, little, little tiny thing? That's like the smallest thing you can have. Oh yeah, the uh, like the urn in the ground, or no, just, no, just a little plaque, little plaque, little plaque. Yeah, not even a plaque. tombstone. It's just yeah. like a little plaque, plaque in the ground. That's what I'm going to do. The most minimal thing you can do. Yeah, Jack's here. Don't dig here. I think Phyllis here. <laughs> live wires, live wires, <laughs> occupado, occupado. <laughs> oh boy, we, we've got a family cemetery more or less in Iowa, a place called Funktown, Iowa. Um, yeah, we're like. Everybody in my uh, my dad's side of the family is all buried going back. Jeez. Long, 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 long time. And it's a very small cemetery, and there's no town around you. There's no, there's no, there's no town more than a couple hundred people in uh, hundreds of miles, I don't think. Wow. I mean, it's really in the middle of nowhere, but that's probably where I'll be buried, but I don't know. It'll be up to my kids. They might. You know, I was just reading, uh, I just started American Lion, the uh, John Meacham, I think, uh, biography of Andrew Jackson. Fantastic book. Yes, I tell you what, I'm gripped by Won it. Won the Pulitzer Prize. Really enjoyed Has it. Has Jackson tried to fist fight anybody yet in oh, it? Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> Page one. <laughs> yeah. Page one. He was one scrapping mofo. But I also, I realized I only, I've only got like the, uh, 
like the uh, the nut graph description of Andrew Jackson. And he is definitely a guy worth studying. But uh, I'm reminded of the enormous Lincoln biography. I slogged through like the first 1,200 pages of it. The man is very, very interesting. It's worth reading for that. But it's the description of the times. Sure. That's mind-blowing. And the toughness these people had. I mean, listen. Did they have like slow internet back then or something? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Sometimes they had to work 42 hours a week. What? Um, No, it was just astounding. But there's a very touching because he loved his wife very, very much. And and. And, uh, you know, she was buried there in her garden, and, and it's just, it's beautiful. That is touching. Back in the day when you had your land, your your place, your your homestead, whatever, the family place, nobody has that. No. Nope. That's why I'm going to build a pyramid. <laughs> and we're back to the pyramid. <laughs> have you listened to any, you don't usually advertise other people's podcasts on your podcast. Have you listened to Newt Gingrich's new podcast? I have not. Yeah, I listened to the first episode the other day, and he's he's got his PhD in history. You know, he's a mm-hmm. um, his first one was on George Washington, and it was it was Never really heard good. Of him. It was really good, mm. and he pointed out I don't know why something you said made me think of this, but George Washington was a giant by the standards of the times. Oh yeah, huge. I knew he was a big guy, but I didn't realize how much smaller, just like physically. Yeah, I didn't know how small everybody else was. So he's six mm-hmm. four, like two ten. So he's a big guy. Okay. But everybody else, like the average male, is like 5'6", 120. Right. So he'd be like an offensive NFL lineman among everybody else. He was the Shaquille O'Neal of his time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was just a giant. He would, If people were, were, were scrapping, he would literally walk up and pick them up by the backs of their shirts and, you knock it off, and send them back down. <laughs> then you got, him on, you got him on top of yeah. a big white horse. I mean, that had to be an impressive sight. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. The father of our country, they call him. They do. You ever visited his uh, resting place? I think so. I don't yeah, remember. It's there at Mount Vernon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. I, I tell you what, if you don't have reverence in your heart as you're standing there, you're, you're not a reverent person. It's very moving. Plus, I saw the uh, bed where he died upstairs in his bedroom because uh, he was sick and the doctors uh, bled his feet. Oh, and that's he didn't right. get better, so they bled him some more. Thanks for that. And, uh, and, and you guys are complaining believe, about Obamacare. Right. <laughs> and authorities he, believe he died of having no blood left. <laughs> God dang it. Yeah, that's I know. He, he really could have fought right through it. Well, he's going to die eventually, but. Maybe. Um, I had a thought on that. Bleeding his feet, living in the bed. Building the pyramid. Oh, yeah. Back to your pyramid. Yeah. So you're going to be able to build a pyramid. They're yeah. awesome. I'm hoping to have a little legend that it's haunted and all mummies rising from the grave, that sort of thing. In fact, maybe, you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll install a speaker system. <laughs> I have scary noises piped in, so you can you can walk in if you want. <laughs> if you can hear a little, I want flesh. Sort of you thing. Yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll, we'll sell tickets. Five bucks a throw, give it to charity. Huh? The guy that hired the slaves. I remember, <laughs> right. I remember him. Thousands of them. Well, I guess that's it.